got yourself some time off finally, huh? Yeah. How long are you off? Uh, I don't go back till Tuesday. Huh. So how long have you been I took, off? I took yesterday and today and then uh, taken Monday. Hmm. You get three-day weekend next weekend for Labor Day? Nope. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going fishing tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going fishing in the morning. But... <laughs> I well, I, I went out a couple weeks ago, but you know, if I don't get to go at least once a once a week, I get a little bit cranky. That's just how I am. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, folks, welcome back to the Cornerstone Christian Podcast. Uh, I guess firstly, I'd like to bring up the fact that I have made a Facebook page uh, for this podcast. Now, it is Cornerstone Christian Podcast. You will find it on Facebook as I. Mentioned a second ago, um, Gant and I both are uh, the admins of the page, so we'll both be putting stuff on there. Uh, be sure to check that out, and we'll be putting up all of our episodes and stuff like that. I think you already put up all the, all the episodes last night, didn't you? Yeah, everything that's currently been posted anyway, so... I crashed out last night, and I said, nope, I'm done. <laughs> but, um, guys, I, I'd like to title this episode A Wake Up Call. I think that's what I'm going to name yeah. this. If it changes, if you're listening to this right now and the title was different, I, I changed my mind while I was editing. So, <laughs> But I would like to, firstly, uh, let's touch on Matthew 14, verses 22 through 33. I know that's a little bit lengthy, but um, I feel that it's, important to read the whole thing whenever you're talking about this situation so yeah <clears throat> uh we'll start uh verse 22 and following immediately jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away and he had sent and when he had sent the multitudes away he went up on the mountain by himself to pray now when evening came he was alone there but the boat was now in the middle of the sea tossed by the waves for the wind was contrary uh, now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a ghost, and they cried out in fear. But immediately immediately, Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And uh, when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous and he was he was afraid and began to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. And he said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Uh -huh. That is one of my favorite occurrences out of the entire Bible. Yeah. Uh, while I 100% believe this is a literal account of what happened, I also believe that it is a metaphorical uh, situation for us now. Um, it's amazing how many times those two things, you know, interact for me. I her intermingle for me because there's so many stories in the Bible that I do believe happened um, just as it is written 
but I yeah. believe that the message is meant for us now. Oh, definitely. Um, see, um, to me, in this um, account, the water is the world. The water is sin. Um, you know, Jesus is above that. He's walking on top of it. And Peter, he gets out, you know, because Christ told him, yes, come on. So he gets out, and he starts to walk on the water, but then he sees the, the wind and all that stuff, and, you know, he starts to sink. Well, that's <clears throat> that's kind of like believers, you know, new believers. You know, whenever you get saved, you uh, you have this fire. It's fire in your belly, and uh, you're all about it. And then, raring and ready to go. Yeah, and something may happen, you know, um, whether it be people downing you or people just, you know, just being jerks, or in a lot of cases, maybe you see something fun, in according to the world, maybe you see something fun dangling in front of you. And you just start to sink. Yeah. Because you took your eyes off of Jesus. He was there. He's always going to be there. But you take your eyes off of him just a second. And you're going to start to sink. Oh, yeah. But you know me, the best... I think it, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. I was going to say, for me, I think it was my teen years. Because I was about like eight or nine or so the first time I, you know, turned my life over felt that tug and then flash forward just a few years there and hormones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's worth, <clears throat> it's worth noting, certainly worth noting that the second that Peter began to sink, Christ stretched his hand out to save him. Yeah. Because what did Peter do? He asked him to. And Christ extended his hand so that he could take his hand as a way to pull himself out of the world, out of sin, out of that situation that he yeah. let himself get into because the winds of adversity, the winds of fun in accordance to the world, those winds come a-blowing and you start to sink and fall away from, from Christ. And, uh, you know, some of including me, that has happened to me more times than I care to admit. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, but I would say that as a whole, we're pretty much all in that boat right now. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. It's time for us to step out and start walking on that water. Yeah. Time for us to start walking above the fray. It's time for us to get out of sin, stop loving the world, Start living for Christ. Really, the moment that kept kind of going through my mind here is when Peter first climbs out of the boat, starts walking towards Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's got, at that point, no problems with anything that's going on. No. He, he's walking on top of the water towards his Lord and Savior. Hey, he told me to, so here we go. You know, it, it was that initial childlike faith. Yeah. And then for whatever reason the the storm that was go already going on around him when this you know started 
he just now notices it. Yeah. And let, lets it freak him out. So, like, what happened there in Peter's mind, you know? Life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what happens to a lot of us in that situation? Uh, like you said, you, when you first turn over and you're, you're just full of beans, so to speak, mm-hmm. ready to take on the world and you can't get enough. And just, and, and that's, you know, that's the way that you should be. And that's the way that we should be now, right. but I'm not saying that in a, a bad way at all. Oh, no, no. All that means that's, you know, that's what we're to strive for is to, you know, keep and, you know, maintain that level of faith, you know, that, the, the faith of a mustard seed, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> maintain that's, very appropriate because he did walk on the water he was above the fray he was doing good but he didn't maintain he didn't maintain his focus he let something distract him he got scared and all that and i've always really loved that story i mean i i mean i think it's been ever since you know ever since i first started reading the bible that story has always has always stuck out to me, and for a long time, you know, I didn't have the same view on it as I do now. Um, you know, whenever you're young in the faith, you, it, it, for me at least, it was hard for me to make sense of a lot of the stories. Hard for me to find an application um, for what I was reading. I just took it at face value at that time. Um, you know, it's whenever you get into the word. And you start finding ways to apply it to your everyday life. That's that's what you got to do. Right. Um, I think it's... I think I've talked about this on other podcasts, and I never can't remember what the verse is, but <laughs> something about there's nothing that's uh, not common with man. Something or other. Basically, it's saying that throughout history, you ain't going through nothing and ain't nobody else seen. So... Yeah. You know, things are just, things are going to be the same. Things have been the same from the beginning of time till now. So the excuse that, oh, well, God, you know, things are different now than they were back then. No, they're not. They're they're not. Not really. There's not. I mean, you, it, there's not. (laughs) I mean, I can't really. I can't really say it any other way. Yeah, there, there, there. I mean, maybe some minor things like you know the fact that there's uh, quite a few more of us around now. Yeah, and we're and we're a little more interconnected nowadays. But well, beyond beyond some base level stuff like that, it's we're the same idiots that we were back then. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, yeah, there's been some smart people amongst us, but I mean. It just in general, humans are stupid. That's I know that's something I've said in mm-hmm. several of our podcasts. And... Well, it's the absolute truth. Um, so I kind of wanted to take <clears throat> Matthew the fourteen twenty two through thirty three, and I want to kind of merge into something else. Um, I don't think we've touched on this before in an episode have we the valley of dry bones uh we might have mentioned it in passing but 
I don't remember. I don't think it's something we've dived into with any detail yet. Anyway, I don't think I don't remember. If we have, here it is again, guys. Right. <laughs> uh, again, this one's a little bit lengthy, so let me get this over here. This is uh, Ezekiel. 37 verses 4 through 14. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. I'm sorry. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Uh, so I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Indeed, say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves, bring you into the land of Israel, then you shall know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves, I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place in your own, place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and or, I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it. Says the Lord. I'm going to equate <clears throat> those dry bones yeah. to two things. Okay. One, non-believers. Or two, backsliders. Um, once believers, we'll call them that. Right. Um, see, we, as believers, it's our job to expand the kingdom of God. It's our job to spread the gospel, to convert people. We can't save them. But we can, we know the man who can. Point him in the direction. Yeah, we need to make the introduction. So, let's look at it this way. You're, you're out and about somewhere, and you find yourself in a place with a bunch of non-believers. Well, pray for those people. Pray that they would find God. Pray that their spiritual. Mm -hmm bones, their spiritual sinews, their everything would come back together for God. However, with that being said, even if they do clean up, get themselves together, and start living, you know, a better life, a more, dare I say, godly life. It isn't until they receive the breath of God that they are truly saved. See, it's not over once you clean up the outside. You gotta 
clean up the inside too. Yeah. But the <clears throat> common denominator in those two things is somebody to intervene. Yeah. A believer, a man of God, to go out and, you know, proclaim the word of God to these people. Uh, it's so easy for for people today to... Oh, there's my dogs. It's so easy <laughs> today for people to get lost and caught up in everything in the world, you know. But we just touched on the fact that, you know, nothing's new. There's distractions. There's drinking, partying, promiscuity, um, yeah, any number of things. You There's... The all, list is, all that fun stuff. Yeah, the list is 10 miles long of stuff that yeah. can keep you distracted from God. But don't let it distract you. And I probably should have just brought my dogs in before we started recording this. I was going to say, speaking of distractions. <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah. like somebody's got something treed, possibly. Yeah, it's my old hound dog out there. But, um, you know, it's amazing what can happen whenever uh, someone's prayed for. There's a yeah. song by Randy Travis that I absolutely love. Mama prayed. Oh yeah. When Mama prayed. That one I is, it, is it when Mama prayed or Mama prayed? I don't know. I think Mama prayed something like that. Yeah. But I, I know what you're talking about anyway. If you guys haven't heard that song, definitely jump on YouTube or somewhere like that and give it a listen because that's a good song. You know, and it's a shame that Randy Travis went the way he well. He 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 kind of twisted off sideways there for a little while. Just a little bit, but um, and it's not, not quite as bad as some. But no, it's a shame now that he's he had that stroke and he can't yeah. even, he can't even sing no more. But yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Did, what do you have on Ezekiel 37? Valley of dry bones. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you you've pretty well covered some of the points there but uh yeah that the that speaking or prophesying you know the breath of god over the bones that uh when you equate the bones to non-believers and someone prophesying that breath over them that's you can't just pray it you know you got maybe they have never heard any of the gospel mm -hmm. in their lives and they don't have that example Mm -hmm. So, like you're saying, even if they do start cleaning themselves up and, you know, doing a little better than they were, they're still going to need that little extra push or, you know, kick in the seat, so to speak, you know, that, from that example of how we should be, you know, to be able to take it the rest of the way mm -hmm. and change the inside to match it with the outside. I don't remember the verse. It's, uh, I have a problem with that. I need to read more and memorize more but uh it says do whenever you're washing a cup do you only wash the outside or do you also wash the inside i can't remember the exact verse but that's that's the gist of it um yeah like folks when you're doing dishes at the house you only wash the outside of the cup put it in the dish rack no you're gonna wash the inside too because that's that's the important part if anything you could probably just get by with washing the inside. The outside is not quite as important. You know. Well, okay, to that point, let's look at the, the Robertson family. You know, Duck Dynasty family. They're they're godly men. That's a godly family. They look homeless. <laughs> but but it don't matter. Um, yeah. At all. And I'm not down to them at all because 
I'm not much different than they are. I'm no. I'm usually wearing cut off pearl snap shirts or something. I got a dirty, nasty, stained, dingy straw hat that Somewhere, I wear all the yeah. time. Um, I'm not exactly the most well kept person, but exactly. I mean, you know, I've, sleeveless t-shirts and yeah, th- this whole raggedy thing hanging off my face here, you know. Right. I shaved mine off about eight months ago. I had it down probably uh, about seven inches yeah, long. Decent one going, yeah. Yeah, but I got tired of that. It tangles and all that, and plus a lot of my gray starting to show through. So, oh, you know, it happens. <laughs> uh. Oh well, I got apparently there's two or three spots that uh, we're going back to that cup thing. Mm-hmm. And there's like two or three verses actually that kind of bring that up. Uh, the first one I come to is Matthew 23, 26, which uh, let me find it. Okay, there we go. Uh, it goes a good old you know King James version. Uh, Thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first that which is within the cup and bladder, that the outside of them may be clean also. Mm-hmm. Pretty much take care of the inside first, and the outside will, you know, surely follow. What he See, this he is, agrees. This is distracting. <laughs> the dog agrees. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys won't notice a uh, a pause because through the magic of editing. But I had to go, you know, take care of the dog and figure out what he he was getting after. But. uh I didn't see what he was getting after, but problem solved. Anyway, um, earlier we spoke on prayer. Yeah. Um, talking about praying for people and, um, you know, the efficacy of prayer. And I want to stress how powerful prayer is. Um, as some of you who have been listening for a little while may know, my wife is pregnant with twins. Whenever, <laughs> right, thank you. Whenever we found out, um, well, first we we thought it was just one, but um, anyway, we find out it's twins, and then we ran into a mess of problems. Um, there didn't appear to be a separating membrane between the two. Mm. Uh, there was no defined separation between the two, which is dangerous because you know you have entanglement problems and stuff like that. Um, there was a number of other, uh, complications. However, we, we got a gaggle of folks praying for us. Yeah. And I believe with my entire heart that it is through the power of prayer that, okay, in earlier sonograms, there was no dividing membrane. Yeah. The first time we went to the specialist, because of that, they fired up that sonogram, and you, a blind man, couldn't miss that separating membrane between the two. Um, that alleviated a lot of the problems right there. Um, they are separated. There's no longer a risk of them getting entangled and all that. However, there is one issue remaining where 
both the boys are on the same placenta. So there's running a risk of twin to twin transfusion. That's where one twin gets all the nutrients. The other one's left with, you know, crumbs. However, um, that does not seem to be the case whatsoever. Both of them are measuring, I think it's like a week and a half, maybe, maybe a little over that. They're, they're measuring big for what they are now. So I believe it's God. I believe he has his hand on this pregnancy and it is through the power of prayer that this pregnancy, a lot of the potential threats have been alleviated. Um, 100% believer. That's all God. Amen. Gotta be. Um, but you know, I, I prayed for a boy and God saw fit to give me two of them. So, you know, prayer, good luck. (laughs) Prayer works. It's, it kind of goes back into that, you know, praying for patience thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it does kind of scare me, though, the world that they're going to be growing up in. Oh, man. The world yeah, now is, it ain't what it used to be. Yeah. Atrophy. It ain't what it used to be. Um, <laughs> see, and, and I was thinking about this today. Whenever you approach somebody or somebody approaches you, um, you're a believer. They're not. And they kind of come at you sideways saying, yeah. well, why do you believe that? You know, what I'm doing isn't wrong. You know, this, that, and the other. Why is it so bad? It's not hurting anybody. Okay. Well, it's hurting them. But yeah. here's the deal. Look at 50 years ago. How much of the stuff that's acceptable now was just outrageous 50 years ago. You wouldn't oh, dream yeah. of half the stuff going on now, going on 50 years ago. Yeah. And, okay, 2,000 years ago. Oh, dude. <laughs> See, it doesn't matter what you think is acceptable. The world has made it now to where, yeah, do what you want. It's fine. Whatever you want to do, that's not a sin. Do your thing. It's all means. good. Yeah. But that's because the world has indoctrinated everybody to yeah. believe that you're free. You're your own God. Do your own thing. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. And that's not the case. At all. You <laughs> do, do you think that the world would even be here right now if the stuff that's going on today was going on. Well, you know what? Scratch that. Look at Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, I mean. We should thank the good Lord above that we haven't been destroyed by fire from heaven, you know? Yeah. And who knows when that's going to happen? Well, I know that's, well, that's not really, there's a few steps before that. But yeah. uh, uh, I'm just waiting, like we were talking the other night, I'm just waiting to hear them trumpets, man. Oh, dude. But the world are, my kids are going to grow up in, it's, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Afghanistan right now. Yeah. So I don't know if any of you listening have been paying attention to the news, but yesterday, I think the count that I saw as of today, 13 of our servicemen and women were killed over in Afghanistan. My heart goes out to their families and... 
my prayers go out to the, for the families and for the ones that survived. Um, there's a, there's several, several more that were injured. Folks, this is unnecessary. Um, there's no reason this should be happening. It's just hatred. Hatred in yeah. the world. Hatred for your fellow man. Um, I, I didn't want to go into it, but ineptitude keeps coming to mind of uh, the old man that's pulling the strings on the things that are going on, on right now with this country. It's hard not to let your thoughts wander that direction. Yeah. So, and for all intents and purposes, as far as everybody else is concerned, that's the leader of the free world right there. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about just him specifically, but just right. our leadership in general here recently. You know. Yeah, and, you know, and you said or leader of the free world. Yes, he is. It, it just it irks me whenever people say he's not my president. Are you yeah, an, are you an American? Yeah, he's it's your like president. Back when Trump was in office and it was going the other direction, right? You know, we heard that a lot too. Oh, he's not my president. Well, yes, he is. <laughs> for the next three to four years, yes, he is. <laughs> well, possibly, but see, and that's that's even scarier. And yeah. all right, guys, we're going political for a minute. Buckle your seatbelts. All right, here we go. Let's <laughs> say Biden is impeached. Yeah. Ain't, ain't going to happen. But no. let's say he's impeached or they invoke the 25th on him. What happens? Kamala Harris steps in. <sighs> she was chosen as VP off of her gender and her race. Face it. That's that's the truth. That is the truth of it because Biden and Harris hated each other. Of course, they could have been just, just playing, playing politics, but regardless. Anyway, it's possible. now, Kamala Harris steps in. Well, who's third in line? Who's going to become VP? Oh, Pelosi. Yeah. Look at that. And then, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, the next Speaker of the House in line would be the Democratic Majority Leader, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Which would be Schumer, I, I think. I could be wrong. Yeah. Do you want a country ran by Harris, Pelosi, and Schumer? Not that they're not already running the country anyway through, you know, we're not going to go that far. Leave it at that. But <laughs> it's a terrifying thought. Because then, what if, by some unprecedented turn of events, Kamala Harris gets kicked out of office. Then what? Then we yeah. got Nancy Pelosi as president of the United States. The lady who can't even barely string words together without talking in cursive. It's <laughs> it's a terrible thought, folks. I'm, I'm scared for this country, but at the same time, I know what is written. I know yeah. what's going to happen. I know where I'm going. So I shouldn't worry about it. But something keeps coming to mind. Righteous indignation. I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have been furious these last couple of days. Because of what's been going on in Afghanistan. Now, I did not serve in the military. That is a regret that I have. I wish that I would have served. Um, but yeah. at that time... I was too concerned with other things to yeah. uh, 
We won't go into that, but I should have served, but I didn't. However, I still have the utmost respect for our servicemen and women. Those I have, yeah. If you got you guys are listening, you served this country, I thank you so much for what you've done and what you are continuing to do. And and I know it doesn't change anything, but I sincerely apologize for the way things have been handled lately. Um, yeah. I think I speak on behalf of most of the true Americans whenever I say that. Um, it Things are only going to get worse. And that's, that's the harsh reality of it. Yeah, unfortunately. But that's my, that's my soapbox rant on what's been going on lately. I'm just, <laughs> I'm fed up guys. I, I truly am. It's yeah. I, I, I hate the world. I do. Yeah. You, you, on the one hand, you love what's within it and the possibilities that are there, but the way it's being handled, mm-hmm. it just, mm. well, I say that I, I hate what the world has become by man's hands. Yeah. Um, whenever I'm out in nature, in God's creation, there's no better place, man. I love yeah. it. I love being out there in God's creation, just taking in everything that his hands have made. Um, it's beautiful. And to me, there's no better place to find God than when you're out in nature. Yeah. Go for a walk, man. <laughs> you know, oh, dude. Free your mind. Or clear your mind and find God in nature. You'll you'll hear him. Oh yeah, uh, that's one thing I think both you and I can agree on as far as why we kind of gravitate towards uh, fishing as a hobby. Yeah, is there's not much better. I mean, of course you got your little kayak and whatnot where you can get in some spots, but just finding a good shade tree right there on the water. Mm-hmm. putting your line in the water and just forgetting everything outside of the, you know, few feet around you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I have found inner peace in many a creeks. Oh yeah. I have. It's, I love it. It's my relief. It's my, my stress relief. Um, yeah. it's just, ain't no poli- fish. Don't do politics. <laughs> fish don't do none it's- of that. Like, oh, food! You know, that's yeah. all they're concerned about. It's simple. It's primal. Yeah. But, um, I guess we can wrap this one up here. I understand that we didn't go too deep into a whole lot in this episode, um, but I, I hope that you guys took something away from this. Uh, hope I, we sparked some thought. At yeah. Least, you know. And again, I always say it. I, I don't like going political, but yeah, I guess y'all just better get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, especially if we manage to keep this podcast going, you know, it's just, we're going to get older and crankier as we go here. Right. Uh, who knows that we may get shut down for talking ill against them. NSA is oh probably gosh. listening right now. Yeah. We had, I was, I was on the phone with Rachel earlier when she was on the way home and she asked me, she's like, what is that beeping in the background? And I said that I hear that on your end. There was a beeping. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. She thought it was on my end and I thought it was on her end. Huh. What's really going on? I don't know what that was about. Oh, somebody is always listening. Oh yeah, and I say, what well, they are? Edward Snowden. Yeah, how else do you explain? I could be talking about something, and then you know, ten minutes later, I look on Facebook, and an ad for it's popped up. 
Yeah, exactly. Our phones are always listening to us. I've had that happen. I don't know how many times. Be at work, you know, uh, talking with Charlton about something. You know, can't remember a certain detail. Go to pull up the phone and bring up Google or whatever to search it. Maybe get two letters typed in, and there it is right there. Yep. Very specific bit of info that we were just talking about. Edward Snowden wasn't lying. He... And well, he's an enemy of the state now. Why? Because he told the truth. Yeah. The truth hurts people's feelings. The truth makes people mad. Oh. Yep. But anyway, uh, we'll bounce off of here, folks. Uh, if you guys could please like and subscribe to the to the uh, channel or the podcast. I'm sorry, and you know, share it, get it out there. Uh, we're not doing this for money. We're just doing this to get the word of God out there. And uh, I don't think there's any other platform other than Apple Podcasts that you can rate the podcast. I haven't noticed it if you can. Like on Spotify, you can't. No. But on Apple, you can. But if you guys, if you're on Apple, please throw us a rating. And also feel free to reach out to us. The email is graceranch16 at gmail.com. And uh, any questions, any thoughts that you have? Yeah. Heck, if you want to tell us we're wrong and go yeah. off on us for a minute, by all means, you know. Yeah, we could do that on an episode if you want to. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're not claiming to be experts here. No, know? not at all. I'm a shade tree Bible um, yeah, this is... believer, I guess you would say. <laughs> I don't really. This is all just us sitting around flapping our gums, you know, mm-hmm. giving our spin on it and like so many others before us. Right. And everybody... Everybody can be wrong. So, anyway. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up. We appreciate you listening. Please uh, like and and subscribe, and we will see you all next time. Amen. See you. (laughs)